This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, BC's labor code is undergoing some changes and that actually hasn't happened in decades. So what's being changed? What does it mean for you? That's what we're going to find out right now with the help of Harry Baines, BC's labor minister. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Simi, thank you for having me. So what kind of changes are we talking about? What's happening? Uh, Simi, like you said, uh, the Labour Code last uh, was, uh, well, has seen its, uh, uh, you know, the review was 1992. Uh, that is 27 years ago, quarter century ago. And uh, you know what? Uh, to put things in context, uh, Google wasn't even introduced at that time. <laughs> uh, so a lot have changed at, work, at workplaces. The needs of the workers and the employers uh, have changed, uh, but the, our labour laws haven't kept up pace with that. So what we are trying to do is modernize our labor laws uh, so that they reflect the needs of uh, today's economy, reflect the needs uh, of uh, uh, workers and, uh, and, 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 um, and, and employers uh, so that, uh, uh, you know, they would have a labor code, a supporting uh, labor board uh, where they would have a, a objective and fair-minded people to deal with their issues, to, ha- to, to continue to strive towards a harmonious and uh, balanced labor relations at uh, unionized workplaces. So what is going to change then? Like what would workers notice? So first thing they will see is the success- successorship rights. Um, uh, when you see contract flipping uh, in many of the healthcare sectors, in the janitorial services, uh, in food services, a uh, new uh, service pr- provider comes in and uh, the the workers who have been unionized in that particular or- or operation have a collective agreement in place. They lose all those rights. They lose the rights to the collective agreement and bargaining. New contractor comes in and these employees uh, many times are not even rehired or reapply for the same job, providing the same service at the same place using the same equipment. So they would uh, see that their rights will be protected through successorship rights. The other one would be the union certification process, uh, how uh, workers, uh, uh, you know, unionize themselves if they choose to. Um, I think we, I recognize, our government recognize, I think uh, it's recognized in the law that every worker in this country has constitutional right uh, to association and join a union of their choice. Uh, what we've seen in the last 15 years, those rights were eroded. Uh, they were intimidated. There were uh, cases of uh, harassment, threats, uh, and uh, anti-union uh, animus was, was found in many cases. And, and the workers basically were left out uh, without uh, expressing their wishes truly. So we're going to strengthen that area. Uh, now we will continue to have the two steps where they sign union uh, certification card. At the same time, they will be required to go through the secret ballot. Uh, and, uh, but we are cutting uh, time from 10 days to five days when that vote within that within time when the vote must take place to cut the time for, uh, for anyone to intimidate a course or interfere in that union uh, certification process. And if they are found to uh, break the law, then uh, the labor relations will have discretion to, uh, um, issue certification uh, if they found that the employer has uh, has interfered in, in their right, right. to organize. Uh, what about and age of workers as well? I understand that was going to be an issue. The age of workers, that was yesterday. I mean, that was under the Employment Standards Act. Okay. Uh, we are raising 
children's age from 12 to 16 years in order to work uh, in a dangerous and hazardous work. Sydney, uh, you will be surprised and shocked in my view. Uh, we are the only, only jurisdiction in North America where children as young as 12 are, are allowed to work in dangerous and hazardous workplaces such as mining, forestry, and in construction. And we were cited by the International Labor Organization, United Nations, and other jurisdictions uh, that uh, we are risking children's uh, health and safety. And uh, WCB record uh, and data clearly support that. They paid $5 million uh, in uh, injury claims to, uh, to children under 15 last five years. So they are, we are putting their lives in danger, and we are going to eliminate that. But uh, having said that, 14 and 15-year-old can continue to work in light work, which will be uh, defined in the regulations going forward and what is the dangerous work and what is the light work where they are able to work. For example, they could uh, help parents in, in their grocery store uh, stocking shelves or work in, a, in their you know, parents' farm uh, you know, along with them. Those are the type of things that we will be defining in the legislation uh, regulations, and uh, and uh, so they will continue to work in certain those areas. Right. So then, when do the, all these new changes come into effect? So the changes that we are recommending today, they are effective today. And uh, what we recommended yesterday in the employment standard changes, uh, we will be uh, de- devising uh, regulations that will take some time. And uh, when we receive the royal assent, the regulations in place, and then they will be applied at that time. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time on this. Cindy, thank you for having me. That is Harry Baines, the Labour Minister for the NDP government, talking about changes that they have made or in the process of making for labour standards in this province, the Employment Standards Act, uh, the Labour Code as well. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.